Hello, Hashtag Verse TV family, and welcome. It's week 212. I'm Aaron Mack, and I'm here with my good friend, Kevin, a.k.a. Basic Complexity, who will actually take it away with a significance of the number 212, or some number somewhere in there. Basic Complexity, take it away. All right, so with the number... 212 is definitely, um, or, well, you could the number 12 or one or however you look at it. All right, so I want to speak about the number 12 because at that age um, I figured that I was becoming a adult wasn't quite there yet but I was like that iffy stage I wasn't quite a kid I wasn't even a teenager yet but um yeah those were the things going through my mind at that age um also at that time um technically i was then 11 and whereas i never had a little brother um, even though I really wanted one, um, my mom became a godmother to a young boy, so I became a godbrother, um, to my, well, then, so obviously, currently my godbrother, um, and I was nearly well, when he was born, so I'm almost 12 years older than not quite yet, but yeah, almost. Um, and yeah, the uh, thing that really stood out about that to me was because when my youngest sister was born. I was six, going on seven. I still remember very obviously my mom was like, I'm not having no more kids. I'm done. I was like, well, it goes that dream of having a little brother. So when I became a God, brother, I was like, all right, close enough. I'll go for it. And yeah, that's what I got about what or one. However you look at it. Well, technically, it's both because one for when he became your godbrother and you were going on 12 when you became his godbrother. So, right. 
Well done, my friend. All right. So I will go into my new song this week. And my new song is none other than 2021's release, Whole Lot of Money, by Bia and Nicki Minaj. It was the remix to Whole Lot of Money. And I don't, I must admit, I don't really know exactly what they're talking about um when they say jewelry i don't know maybe maybe it's literal <laughs> maybe they're literally just talking about their jewels like you know clutch my pearls but um it, it's a whole lot of money in this mf and uh like huh, uh, bia explains that sh she puts on her jewels just to go to the bodega and Nicki minaj of course, said, um, and I'm not going to lie, like, th this is a cute line. I'm sorry, y'all, we're getting so explicit so early on, but we're quoting Nicki Minaj, another um, wonderful woman. But um, she said, I put on my jewelry just to suck my baby off. Fingers on his, oh, my gosh. I almost feel, like, so nasty, like, talking about that. But I, I'm not going to lie. I, I got a kick out of that. Partic another kick out of the fact that she was like, I put on my jewels just to go sit by the poo. And I'm like, stop. No, she didn't just say poo and deliberately dropped the other O-L. Or actually, maybe it was just P-O-O -O and she just dropped the L. I don't know. But I, I, I thought that was fun. But put on my jewels just to go sit by the poo. Okay, anyway, um, it, it, it's a cool song, and, and it has a nice beat, and I must admit, for better or for worse, seemingly often for worse, but I remember when I was younger, it, it seemed like I was like, if a song has a nice beat and melody, I don't care what they're talking about. I just like the beat and the melody um, to the lyrics. And it's like, yeah. People might be talking about some really wild stuff. Anyway, I've gone too far. Uh, Kevin, Basic Complexity, your um, older song. Yes. Um, and, um, um, sorry, it was just, Trying to get my lighting right. There we go. There we go. All right. <laughs> so, in regards to my older song this week, um, and well, some of you probably forgot this, but was actually a cool song back in the day. A song by Mary J. Blige and Ja Rule, um called Rainy Days. Now, that song is, that song really stands out to me because really the song itself, Rainy Days, was um, originally um, intended 
for the 1999 TLC album, uh, Fan Now, that was written by T-Boss and Dallas Austin, but the group overall uh, declined it. Um, however, the song was later picked up by Mary J. Blash in 2000. Um, again, you could, like, if you listen to the song, you could tell it was originally intended for TLC just by the lyrics in the song, even though it keep us did right part of it. But um, in the song, there was one intentional line that said, and I have quote, we living so crazy and sexy and cool. And we begin to love it, I believe. Um, and that was in the TLC album, Crazy, Sexy, Cool, released in 1994. So, yeah, it referenced that. Also, in the song, um, one line in the song and kind of figure out, um, kind of figure out exactly what the line was, but more or less, it was something about waterfalls. Jason Waterfalls, and that regarded the Waterfalls on his album, um, was that uh, Crazy Sexy Cool in 1994, I believe. And yeah, it was the song overall, I thought it was cool, but it was kind of obvious, was initially intended for TLC. So, yeah, like I said, Mary J. Blast picked it up actually in 2001, um, which was basically two years after, um, two years later. Um, from when it was initially supposed to be released in 1999. Excellent. All right, so it is now the time that we are going to not only name the topics like we do, but it's also that special time that we say thank you to all of our Hashtag Verse TV family around the globe 
who tune in and check us out country by country. Thank you. So it goes, it goes. That that's so how let me tell you how it goes. Anyway, but we we'll start it Norway. Thank you. United Kingdom, thank you. Netherlands, thank you. Canada, thank you. Egypt, thank you. Germany, thank you. Belgium, thank you. Singapore, thank you. United States, thank you. And we thank you all for sticking with hashtag Verse TV. We value your presence so much. Thank you. Thank you. And also, I will give the titles of the topics for the week. And they are as follows. <clears throat> I'm clearing my throat. I wanted <laughs> to sound really official, you guys. Anyway. But yes, hashtag brand unaware, hashtag some better, hashtag devolution of, hashtag mm, care affirmed, hashtag live one timeless TV. Basic complexity, are you ready to get this show on the road, my friend? Yes. Two one two. Hashtag brand unaware at Matt XIV hashtag verse TV two twelve A. Pride is around the corner. Let's look at some of the worst Pride brand campaigns in recent history. Starting off strong, we have Let's Grab Beer Tonight Queens. Now, not only was no one on this marketing team gay, I don't think any of them had ever met a gay person. This was part of American Apparel's Pride collection. Diversity, transgender, evidence-based, science-based, fetus, entitlement, vulnerable. Now, the important context here is that these were all words that were banned by the CDC under the Trump administration. But without that context, it's like, yeah, I guess I support the D-T-E-S-F-E-V community. <laughs> Next up, the magazine Entertainment Weekly celebrated Pride by adding a Pride flag to their EW logo. And like, I don't know how not a single person on their social media team saw this and was like, wait a minute, guys, wait. I don't, I don't know if this is the one. Next, we have the famously pro-gay United States Marines, known for such hits as the don't ask, don't tell policy. Posting a pride helmet with rainbow bullets that says proud to serve. I mean, this is actually probably a great pride product if you're a gay person with no self-respect and perhaps the winner of them all. Last year, Burger King released a pride whopper where you could get either two top buns or two bottom buns. And I regret to inform you, I have no idea what the goal was here. The backlash to this image was so severe that they had to issue an apology, but like, I kind of wanted to try the top burger. All right, ooh. Okay. <laughs> Get away.
So I will say the timer, of course, always the timer. For me, maybe I'm old. I am approaching 40. I know. <laughs> I'm like Sally O'Malley from um, Saturday Night Live. I'm 50, 50 years old, you know? Like, I'm 40, 40 years old, almost 40, just a few days away. But I might be old, but I do give credit for companies that try. And, and maybe th that's too much, but I give credit for companies that try. And the way that I see it, it's more than it was before. So I see it as a little bit of an improvement. So I maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, as far as Bud Lights and their, what do you call that? Um, acronym, if you will. And, and their use of the acronym, it's like, it's cute. You know, let's grab a beer tonight, Queens. It's like, okay, cool. Eh, it, it was whatever. American Apparel, okay. Um, for Entertainment Weekly, having the EW on the um, rainbow flag, I understand why that would be... Um, considered awkward because it's almost like it's saying ew on the <laughs> rainbow flag but yeah. it's like that's their logo so if ew is going to be interpreted as ew that's what their logo is for themselves so i understand why, why they wouldn't say let's not do that one because it'll seem like we're saying ew this time anyway but as far as the don't ask, don't tell, rainbow bullets, bullets scare me. I'm not going to lie. And just seeing them in the hat kind of scared me. I'm a little bit of a wuss. Sorry. But <laughs> I also acknowledge don't ask, don't tell policy was from Congress. And as far as the Trump rainbow hat, there are uh, humans are complicated right? And I, I did it again, sorry. But humans are complicated and often just unresearched. Is that an excuse? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. As far as the Burger King one, yes, sir, I too <laughs> am intrigued by the uh, two top buns. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> That's all I have before my one minute. Basic complexity? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, after hearing this, I really feel that they should either start a LGBTQIA um text task force, um, or just leave it alone. <laughs> um, I mean, if... I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, they... They tried. Yes, they tried. Um, but it was a complete and utter flop. 
but they got an A for effort. That's what I got. All right. And I'm going to mix my one minute with my sentence. So my one sentence sum up is, I do give credit to companies for trying, mm. and it may just be kindness for the sake of profit. And mm. I understand that as well. But the fact that gay-friendly things can even equal profit in today's society, I feel that's a positive sign of uh, forward motion. Uh, again, thank you, companies like Glad and just everybody. Thank you very much. Glad, G-L-A-A-D, gay and, ooh, Gay Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation. Glad. There we go. Got it. Yay. And maybe I'm just totally in, in, in the wrong, but I, I feel it is some kind of progress, maybe. And maybe it's just for profit, but the fact that being gay-friendly can be a profitable thing, I think that's a good thing. I don't know. I don't know. Call me crazy. I'm sorry. Maybe I give too much credit. I don't know. But I know sometimes we, we have to put our foot down with things. And I get that as well. Basic complexity? Yes. Um, my statement is that if, if someone from the community, and I mean the LGBTQIA community, is that brought on board as an advisor at the very least, then they should just stop embarrassing themselves because that's all they are doing. That's what I... All right, so we're ready for the next topic and you will be first for this. Are you ready? Yes. yes. Hashtag some better at Bolo Coupe, hashtag verse TV 212B. Thoughts on open relationships and polyamory. I don't have much thoughts. I think whatever relationship dynamic people feel works for them is their business if it works. I think the issue is that when you hear open relationships, people tend to just assume that an open relationship means that someone just wants to go around sleeping with as many people as possible, which I don't necessarily think is the case. I think open relationships just recognize the fact that sometimes it does happen that you have sexual feelings or urges for other people who are not your current partner. We are humans and that happens. Those feelings do occur. 
Oh, some people just recognize that while they can have and only want one life partner, it's at the same time kind of unlikely that they will be satisfied having only one sexual partner for the rest of their life. And I think being open just gives you the room to be able to healthily explore those feelings if they do come up without it being cheating or without somebody having to lie or be dishonest or whatever. So yeah, I don't think it's just like a free card to, to run around and fuck everything. And um, with regards to polyamory, I personally have never experienced this, but I do find it fascinating. And honestly, I feel like not everyone is monogamous. Like, I don't think everybody has to be monogamous. I think some people are genuinely polyamorous by nature, um, which is fine. And I think a lot of people actually are that way. It's just that we find ourselves as a society forced into monogamous situations because monogamy is currently seen as the moral or ethical relationship dynamic or relationship standard. So I believe like whether it's monogamy or open or polyamorous, I think there isn't a, like a right or wrong answer. I think it's simply about the preferences and boundaries between yourself and your partner or partners. Basic complexity. All right. Um, I'm actually interested in hearing about this. Now, I mean, I am a completely, completely um, monogamous man, but teach their own very much. Um, if two people are in a relationship and and that's how they structure their relationship then as long as the lines of communication are open then they could just do their thing um and I often say to each their own what works for one might not work for another. But like do you think? And that's what I oh, right. And I say Yes, and it almost seems like I might be piggybacking on you, but we kind of had similar perspectives to the extent that I say, yes, whatever works, whatever safely works for you and yours, you in your relationships, mm -hmm. do that, w whatever it, it takes. I don't know, just establish, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to say that as well to um, Bolu Okupe. I know that's right, sir. You better establish that quote. <laughs> I've not experienced that because I know what the, I, I know what you're saying. I, I know you're like people should be, and I agree completely. People should be able to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. He's like, but I, I've not done that. But people should be able to do whatever they want to. I, I guess that's a little bit li libertarian in him as well as long as it's not hurting someone. Sometimes people do want to just have sex for everything and po possibly just bored. You're right. And sometimes people just want to have sex all the time because they're just bored. They're bored with you sometimes. Mm -hmm. Not everybody, 
gets that way, but sometimes when people want the open relationship thing, yes, it is because they're like, I just want to be able to F more people than just you. You bore me. And it might not be you bore me. Maybe they just have a really high sexual appetite. And for some, naturally, more poly, but uh, some, some people are naturally more polyamorous, polygamous, but, and, and polygamy is not a dirty word. It, it's received as such, but it's not a dirty word. But some people are just naturally that way. But I'll also say some people can change with age. And I think about myself when I was in my 20s, honestly, I used to think that because of my high, it's embarrassing, shameful, I'm kidding. But because of my high porn and masturbation drive, I was like, wow, well, I'm so into this stuff. I guess, logically, I, I, I must be more than the average person. Maybe I'm meant to go into sex work. And that's part of the reason that I, I speak so um, passionately about that stuff, because it's like I, I do acknowledge that I would have been just a couple of steps away from making what, in my opinion, would have been a wrong decision. And I'm glad I did not make that. I don't, ooh, is that outside? Anyway, but yes, yes, and um, oh yeah, I used to want sex work with a loving pimp. Uh, basic complexity, what's your one squared? Yes. Um Every relationship in general is different. Um, and no one could, can judge that period. Um, that may not be my thing, but that is just my personal opinion on that and that's nothing I'm sorry and that's nothing to do with anything else. That's all I have. And from my one squared I will say kind of attempt to finish. So, yes, yeah, some people are naturally more polygamous, po polyamory, polyandry, all these polys, are, are naturally more poly than others. And that, that can be fine, but I say just <sighs> acknowledge that people can change in time. And my decision or my feeling like, oh, that would have not been the best choice for me is not just because I, I just don't think it, it would have been the uh, right move for me. So that's why I say acknowledge that some things might, you might feel like you have a really high sex drive because you're younger, you know? And sometimes when we're younger, 
like I, I I used to be at it everything multiple times a day, and I was just like, wow, I'm uniquely this uh, frequent, and it wasn't unique. I wasn't unique, you know, mm -hmm. but I just felt that way at that time. But then as I grew up higher uh, beyond my 20s, mm -hmm. I, I realized, you know what? No, that's not how I was. That's just where things were at that time. Anyway, my one sentence is, there is no universal right or wrong way to be in a relationship. Do whatever safely works for you, period. Yeah, and if everybody does safely whatever works for them, then we'll all be safe and we'll all be living right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Basic complexity or one square? Oh, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. No, you, you already did that. Okay. Are yeah. you ready for the next topic? Yes. And... I really hope this noise doesn't come over on the radio, on the uh, recording. But um, there is something going on outside. I don't want to say life in the hood, but oi. Anyway, all right. Hashtag Verse TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complexity. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV Family. Two one two.